You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. Welcome, everyone, to Stoppage Time. No, this isn't Christmas. I know you're thinking you get to hear Peter and I twice this week. This is just SEC tournament time. It's such a wonderful time of the year because Auburn is dancing. We found out our fate as we sealed a victory against Alabama this this past Thursday night. It was a hard-fought victory in some pretty horrid weather conditions. But win to win, and especially against Bama, that's always wonderful. Peter, go ahead and kick us off with this game. Yeah, it was a really good game against Alabama. Really excited about it. In the 11th minute, Danny Solaru passes a ball back to Gianna Montini. Montini fires from distance and finds the net. 1-0 Auburn. In the 83rd minute, Auburn or Alabama fights back, finding their own goal from distance. And they eventually find a hole and Rocket one home, 1-1 one, one all. In the 83rd minute, uh, less than a minute later, Alyssa Melanson races down the field and is taken down the box by an Alabama defender. Brief holes is awarded the PK and convert to 2-1 Auburn. And Auburn would win in final time, 2-1. Auburn had 17 shots, 9 on goal. Alabama had 10 shots, 3 on goal. Sarah LeBeau had 3, or sorry, Sarah LeBeau had 2 saves in the match. Auburn ends the regular season 12-5-1. and one. And four, five, and one, the SEC, and punches their ticket to Orange Beach for the opening round of the SEC tournament on Sunday. And we'll talk about that tonight. Auburn completes its sweep of the state of Alabama, beating Samford, UAB, Alabama A&M, and now Alabama. This is Auburn's sixth consecutive win over Alabama. Uh, Drew, I talked about this preseason because I knew this was kind of looming if we won here. But Tommy Tuberville had his fear of the thumb, where he beat Alabama six years in a row. Uh, we've talked a lot about Coach Hoppe in the last few weeks and her accomplishments as she uh, won her 300 match. But I have to ask one thing. Is Coach Hoppe the Tommy Tuberville of Auburn soccer? I'd say she's a little bit better than that. Yeah, she's she's got the fear of the thumb mentality. Uh, can you imagine if we played Bama every year? Like, I, I find it very disappointing that the SEC doesn't make this a regularly scheduled game, don't you think? Uh, yeah, it's a rivalry. I mean, it should be every season. It is in football, and uh, it – I think it is in most other sports, but it, it really needs to be in soccer as well. I think one year we even played them as a uh, exhibition match, which is really weird and just doesn't feel right. Yeah, I mean, like last year we played them in an exhibition match, but I think she's better. Like, can you imagine the stretch we'd have if she got to beat up on Bama every year? And I, I think one thing holds true. This season's been wonderful by by no stretch am I trying to demean the season, but even when seasons go bad at Auburn – and probably the same for Alabama. When you can beat the other one, it's it's always a nice time, but especially on our side when we can beat Alabama, even after having such a good season, I, I think that always just adds kind of icing on top of the cake. Uh, you know, I think maybe the reason that we don't play them every year is because Alabama's afraid because they have just been whooped the last six meetings. And uh, I said at one point in the match last night, they were, their defense was playing so awful that I really felt like Auburn was just doing them a favor by not making them go into the SEC tournament. And we did. We eliminated them. We kicked them out. They will not be there. And Auburn will be there. Yeah, so, I mean, we get to be the only Alabama team represented down um, there on Orange Beach. So that that's nice. And yeah, that was just extra, extra, I don't even know the word to describe. Like That's just an extra dose of goodness right there to the be able not on only. Yeah, I mean, we've already put the icing on the cake. Now we might as well put the cherry on top. I, like that was just, just even better, and like you mentioned in the podcast earlier this week, that that was a 
as a win-win situation. Like we get in the SEC tournament, our fate sealed in there, and Alabama's fate is sealed to the fact that they're going to be at home waiting for next season. I felt like Auburn played a really great match in this match. They showed a lot of poise and patience, especially in the first half. They kept a majority of the possession, which really frustrated Alabama. Auburn was really able to dictate the game, and what Alabama was allowed and was really able to uh, dictate what Alabama was allowed to do to the point that Alabama only had one shot in the whole first half, Drew. Yeah, I I thought, and one thing you and I discussed before the game yesterday. I, I, was the fact that Coach Hoppe rolled out a formation change and also gave Danny Solar a start, which we're about to talk about her and how she came up big in the next uh, segment. But I, I thought for sure just the formation change, this looked like the Auburn team that we liked to watch. The conditions were very poor, and for us to keep possession as well as we did in that first half was was really good. And I thought just overall, the the players did a lot of good work in offense and defense. We saw the link-up play that we're used to for Auburn. And while maybe the shots weren't as effective as we wanted them to be, ultimately we got the job done. And I think that's something now that this formation change has happened, Coach Hoppe has tweaked even a little bit here at the end of the season. I think this is something going forward that maybe the, the door may open back up to the, to the Auburn that we saw at the beginning of the season who's able to – uh, unleash shots at a high rate and score at a high rate because we saw lots of flashes this game. And I think that's something we haven't seen in a while. And definitely, I think those are flashes for such a talented team that can turn into actual goals. I want to give Gianna Montini some uh, credit for her goal separately, but I want to say this first. I want to see if you agree with me. I felt like that goal was a total team goal. Uh, there was a bunch of passes that led up to that goal. The team was very patient. They didn't try to force anything. We've seen them in the past try to force goals, uh, maybe because they weren't playing from behind uh, this time. They gave out a stat during the game that Auburn was 9-1 and one this season when they led or when they scored first. And we saw them, now we're 10-1 and one because we got the win here because we scored first. Uh, but I just thought the team, the team was very patient. They passed the ball. They weren't afraid to pass the ball back. They weren't trying to force anything that wasn't there. And eventually we saw Daniel Solaru pass that ball back to Gianna Montini. And Montini found the seam, fired in, uh, and nailed it home. So I just thought it was a, a, a total team goal for that first goal of the match. Yeah, I mean, definitely the first one of the match, but even you and I, uh, just texting back and forth during the match, we noticed a, a lot of better one-twos, a lot of good give-and-go balls that we've been missing a lot this year, um, at least for this SEC portion of the season. So I thought overall it was really good, and I thought Danny Solaru's layoff was very good, unselfish play. And Montini, what better than to step up and strike that ball right there? That was just a beautiful shot. Yeah, Gianna Montini opened the scoring for the Tigers with that long shot, scoring on senior night. Of course, she is one of our seniors. Uh, that had to be special for her. It was her second goal of the season. Her first goal was in her home state of California on that road trip to play uh, Cal State Fullerton and Long Beach State. Uh, that was in front of her family. And then last night's goal against uh, Auburn's biggest rival, Alabama, on senior night. If you're going to score two goals, that's the way to do it, in front of your family, on your home state, and on senior night. Yeah, I, I mean, you can't speak highly enough of Gianna Montini's impact throughout her whole time at Auburn. I think she's just been a phenomenal player that has taken up a good role in that central midfield, often a quiet role, maybe someone we don't talk about as much as we should, but she seems to always be in the right spot, get the job done, be able to pick out a good pass um, here and there. She she had a tough mantle to take over um, after we saw the Ramsier sisters uh, graduate from Auburn, so she's been really starting ever since then. 
or at least playing high amounts of minutes. And so she's done a good job just kind of being that transition, being that anchor in midfield that we saw players like Courtney Shelby in for so long, the Ramsey sisters, like I mentioned. So I think uh, Gianna Montini is someone that we need to talk about more. And I think she's going to be, have a big impact in this SEC tournament we got coming up too. Before we move on, uh, I do want to give props to our seniors. Uh, you just mentioned Gianna Montini and you just did a great job just talking about her and her leadership there in the midfield. We have Sarah LeBeau. Uh, we talked about her this week and her 85th now uh, start for Auburn and the holding, holding the SEC record with 85 starts, consecutive starts. And we have uh, Ashton Brock, who's been injured all season. That's kind of a bummer for her to be injured on her senior campaign. But, you know, she has that leadership from the bench. And we saw that last year with uh, Haley Gherkin and her senior season and her leadership from the bench. And then uh, also Taylor Troutman, who's really been dynamic because she was she started as a Ford and Coach Hoppe needed her on that back line and moved her back there. And uh, she's just really adapted really well, playing great defense back there. So I just want to kind of give props to our, our four seniors. Yeah, I think our four seniors have been have been wonderful. Uh, it's one of those like I, I think we hate this time the most every year is like and the season's not over yet, obviously, but like we hate thinking about our seniors leaving because we've gotten some pretty phenomenal seniors over these past couple of groups. I mean, uh, they do a lot for this team and they always are playing key roles. Uh, I mean, for me personally, I think losing Sarah LeBeau is going to be, we, we haven't known another keeper, uh, since our freshman year, like the, these are just hard times. Like they, they're, they're definitely Auburn women, uh, much like we talked about Coach Hoppe in that 300 win anniversary episode, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I, I think that these four these four ladies definitely embody that same Auburn spirit. And just kudos to Coach Hoppe and just how she's recruited just wonderful people, not just wonderful players, um, to this university. In addition to our seniors, uh, you and I both mentioned, and we don't want to let this slip by us, but we wanted to give – credit and props to the fans for coming out there you already mentioned the weather it was pouring rain uh this whole match and the fans were loud we heard the horns we heard the cheers we heard them arguing against the refs they came out and they were loud and they really support this team in rain and in cold and man major props to the fans for coming out yeah i mean coach hoppa kind of made the call uh the rally call this week hey come out for this game big game neat must win game. It's, it's Alabama. Alabama always draws because uh, who doesn't like to see them lose? And so uh, credit to them because I mean it's definitely raining all day. It's not like something just started at the beginning of the game and they're like, well, we're here. But I mean it is raining all day and they they were gar- or they were gung ho ready to go uh, out there at the Auburn Soccer Complex. So I definitely big shout out. That was something you and I talked about is making sure this was an actual home game and it it definitely was. Absolutely. Well. Good news is Auburn punched their ticket, Drew. Yeah, we punched our ticket. We are the nine seed out of ten. Uh, but you know what? That, that means we still get to play. Uh, but we're the nine seed here in the SEC tournament. We'll be facing our favorite foe, I think, since our time here doing stoppage time, the University of Florida. And while uh, Florida has always been a tricky task for Auburn and something we've actually been able to navigate, lately uh this university of florida team is not the vaunted teams of old uh this team comes in at a six nine and three record and in sec play they were four four and two this is a team that they scheduled decently hard i think uh but definitely a a step back year 
and we're going to be facing them this Sunday uh, on the SEC Network is where you can catch that. You can catch that at one thirty. And so just kind of looking at this team, coming in at, at 6-9-3, they, they played some hard games against Southern Cal, UCLA, who's a ranked team, Ohio State's decent. Uh, they beat Washington at the beginning of the year, Florida State, UCF, um, I mean Vanderbilt in conference. And they just haven't fared well. Their defense is very leaky. They tend to get their doors blown off when they lose. And so that that bodes well, I think, for Auburn. I think seeing the formation change, seeing the the sort of beginning of renewed confidence, and just seeing a Florida team that's struggling. They're coming off a 3-0 win against Arkansas on Thursday, but they had lost against Missouri. They'd only tied Alabama, lost to South Carolina, lost to Tennessee. Like They took some hard losses in here, took some hard lumps, lost 0-3 to UCF. Uh, I think this is a this is a game that Auburn definitely should be favored in, even if we are a lower seed. Uh, but definitely can't count a, out a Florida team. There's still talent on that team. What do you think, Peter? Yeah, it's a little bit of a home field advantage for them, being that this is down in Orange Beach, Florida. It's not too far from Gainesville. This will be a little bit closer than Auburn. Uh, I feel like this is my fault, Drew. I remember at the beginning of the season, me marveling at the fact that we weren't playing Florida this year. And usually Florida is really good. I thought it was going to be really good. But then they're kind of taking a step back this year, as you kind of described and, and talked about. I don't know if they rebounded any, but uh, I feel like the fact that we got to play them first is just my fault. I'm taking the blame for that. <laughs> but uh, I really hope Auburn just comes down there and, and, like you just said, blows the doors off of them. And we heard that stat. Auburn is 10-1 and one when they score first. And I think that's going to be key is just getting on the board first and not chasing the score, but as they did with Alabama – just dictating the pace, dictating what Florida can and cannot do. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, just looking at Florida's record, they're five four and one at home, but they're one five and two away. And I know you said this is sort of home game for them. It's actually Orange Beach, Alabama, Peter, not Florida. Come on, man. Uh, <laughs> so that's so all the I, same stuff down there. I mean, while it's close, I I, I think just being away from Gainesville may hurt them a little bit. I mean, one, five and two is, is a rough record to get around. So I, I'm, I'm thinking that that may be able to play in a little bit, uh, in some of in most of these road trips, they, they, they let it get laid on them. So I'm hoping that that will be something that, that Auburn can definitely play into. So I, I'm just kind of trying to think here. We let's look at the bracket real quick. I'm getting it pulled up. Uh, if we win this game, we'll be facing number one Vanderbilt. Don't ask me how the seeding makes sense because it really doesn't. And by the way, Auburn's four three and one on the road, so we fared a little bit better on the road. Obviously, eight two eight eight and two at home, but we'll face Vanderbilt coming up if we are able to get by Florida. I think that's a team that we played really well against, didn't you think, Peter? We did. Uh, just like A and M, we just played up the competition, and they were competition. They're they are a good team. They are not a bad team. In fact, they're going to be the one seed in this tournament. So, uh, nine seed beating Florida, and then playing the number one seed. Uh, you, I don't think Vanderbilt's the team that you want to go through, but I am a little encouraged by the fact that we played them really well. Uh, of course, until we gave up a goal, and then we were just kind of fighting back. So again, I think it's the same thing against as it was against Florida, as it was against Alabama scoring first and uh, controlling the game. But, uh, yeah, uh, Vanderbilt's a good team. They they did lose on Thursday night to Ole Miss, so there is that. Yeah, I mean, best, definitely if we if we make our way through this tournament, we're going to have to face teams that have bested us. We'll, we would have to face Ole Miss and Arkansas 
if we were able to get past Vanderbilt. And then, I mean, obviously the only team we didn't have a crossover game with is Tennessee and they're the number two seed. So if they make it to the finals and we happen to make it to the finals, obviously that would be a brand new matchup for us. But I just have one more question for you, Peter, as we kind of wind down, just where we're sitting right now, Auburn's 12, five and one had a very good start to the year, struggled through SEC play. How deep in this SEC tournament do you think the Tigers have to go to have a chance at a at an NCAA tournament bid? I wouldn't say we struggled in SEC play. I think we kind of stumbled into it because, uh, you know, we had a very hot start with not being 9-0-0, and uh, SEC is hard. And it's going to be – this tournament's not going to be easy. Uh, I think Florida's going to be – I think Florida's going to probably be a little bit bigger challenge than we're giving them credit for just because they're Florida. Their coach has been there forever. She's also, I think, another 300-win coach. Um, but I think we can beat Florida. I think we need to play well against Vanderbilt at least. And I think, I think our record, our offense this season, I think our resume, and I think we have a top 30 RPI as well. I think that's going to help us get into the NCAA tournament. Yeah. I mean, I, my viewpoint, and I'd like to ask, so like, why do you, why do you say we didn't struggle in SEC play as much? Can you flesh that out a little bit for me? Well, I guess I give the SEC a little bit more credit than you're giving them or, or I feel I am because uh, we've played ranked teams and we lost to ranked teams. Texas A&M was ranked. South Carolina was ranked. Uh, Vanderbilt was ranked. was the top ranked team at the time, 13-1-1 at the time. So, yeah, these are hard teams. And, we, you know, you wish we'd done a little bit better against Ole Miss. Ole Miss is a five seed in this tournament. So uh, then they ended up beating Vanderbilt at the end of the season. So they were no slouch, you know. And Arkansas, pretty good team. So Arkansas is a four seed in the tournament. Uh, all these teams that we lost to are actually in this tournament, and we're going to be facing them again. So yeah. uh, I don't know. Just as good as the SEC is, and the fact that we're, so many teams were ranked in the top 25, and we beat the unbeaten Mississippi State. Of course, Mississippi State didn't make the tournament, so maybe that's not a very good <laughs> argument there. But uh, I just I don't know. I just give the, the SEC a lot of credit as far as just having a lot of firepower. Maybe Florida's uh, fallen off a little bit this season, but these other teams didn't, and we faced them in the regular season. Yeah, I mean, a lot of teams made the the NCAA tournament from the SEC last year. I, I don't think the SEC is easy by any stretch of the imagination. I think it's a very difficult league. I just think that the Auburn team that we saw at the beginning of the season definitely uh, that they did not do as well as I think they should have done in SEC play, and that was for a myriad of reasons. And just referring back to your RPI stat, that uh, Auburn came in at 24th in RPI, and that's without the the win against Alabama last night. Um, so I, I definitely think that that Auburn could have done better in SEC play, but I don't disagree with you um, in the sense that maybe they stumbled, not they didn't do so great. Um, yeah, so for me personally, I think if they get to the semifinals, I think that's a definite birth into the NCAA tournament uh, for sure. I think if they come out here, do well against Florida and play Vanderbilt very tough, um, I I would say they have a decent, decent shot at it. Uh, but I think SEC, or if they get to the semifinals, I think that's a, that's a definite shoe in. I think if they don't beat Vanderbilt, that they're probably still a bubble team. But then again, I'm not on a committee. So what do I know about college soccer? Yeah, uh, refs and, and committees. I've tr- stopped trying to to uh, understand those in college sports. Yeah, but uh, I mean, personally, I think that that Auburn getting to the tournament, like you got to get yourself there 
to have a chance. And I thought getting there, definitely seeing the resilience and the fight back throughout the season because we there were some moments there in SEC play where it didn't look like we could get a goal if we wanted to buy one. And ultimately, Auburn fought and clawed and did what was necessary to get into the tournament. So I think we've set ourselves up well to go down there and have an impressive showing in Orange Beach. I know one team that's not going to be there, Drew. Who's that? Alabama. Also the Cowbells. So glad both of those got eliminated because both of those can be just not fun to be around. Uh, but that's all we got for you here on Stoppage Time. Definitely tune in to that that game. Like I mentioned, it's going to be this Sunday on the SEC Network, one thirty. Or if you just want a vacation down in Orange Beach, I hear there's a great place to watch soccer down there. Uh, you can do either one of those two options. Uh, Peter and I will definitely be covering this. We hope to bring you some live reaction after the game on Sunday and definitely want to hear from you on that. would like to interact with you. How can they interact with you, Peter? You can find me on Twitter at Seminary Sugar Daddy, S-E-M-I-N-A-R-Y-S-G-R-D-A-D-Y. Or you can find me on the E2C Network Discussions page. Uh, you can hit me up there. And shout-outs to Peter. He didn't put his Twitter handle on his notes. He spelled that all from memory, um, so good for him. You can catch me on Twitter at Drew underscore Hoop 2 at on Twitter. And then I'll, also on the E2C Facebook page, you can catch me in there. I tend to stir the pot a little bit, but all in good fun. It's been fun to be with you here on Stoppage Time, a special edition that we had for the SEC tournament. Until Sunday, War Eagle. War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?